Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. This is Julie Solomon, and welcome back to part two of our four-part Get What You Want 28-Day Challenge. Oh, this has been so, so fun so far. The feedback that we have gotten from you has been massive, massive, massive. We have loved connecting inside our Facebook community. It has been awesome. Now, during this challenge, I will be walking you through the tools that help you overcome blocks, realize what's possible so you can get what you want. Now, this challenge also comes with an incredible free study guide and private group that I just mentioned. So if you haven't gotten those things yet, if you would like the study guide or you want to join our private group, just go to juliesolomon.net slash free gift for your access. Now, here is how this works. The 28-day challenge is broken into four parts. Each week, you join me here on the podcast and inside our members-only community for a new audio lesson that covers all of this goodness. And we will end the challenge with a full realization of what's possible for your life so you can get what you want. Who does not want that? And the challenge ends on March 1st with an exclusive invite to a free live virtual event experience that I'm hosting later this summer to take what you want to the next level. And I'm also announcing something major on March 1st here on the podcast that I am just so, so, so excited to share with you. You will not want to miss it. Go to juliesolomon.net slash free gift for all of the free goodies so you can get the info before anybody else. Now, last week we started with part one of the challenge, which covered what's holding you back. And we went there. So if you have, if you already have the study guide, you know how deep, you know how transformative those questions are. And if you want to go back and check it out, you can. It's just last week's episode, part one. And today we're discussing the next step, which is part two. What do you want? So the questions today will be fewer than in part one, but really still incredibly important and effective. Now, in order to know what you want, I think we first need to understand what can block us from what it is that we want, what it is that we know in our heart of hearts is, is in alignment. And we may say that we want something and we, we even work toward it, but there is one big block that keeps most people from actualizing that, that want. And that is people pleasing from what I have discovered. So I want to share with you a little, a little story. In 2008, I moved back to Tennessee from New York City. I had been working there doing music PR, and I loved it. I loved New York. I loved my job. I loved the experience that I was able to attain working at that agency. I loved my clients. It was truly a dream come true. And so when I got back home to Tennessee, kind of fell into this mild depression. You know, I just I felt... I felt so lost with no vision, no passion, no purpose. I was confused. I didn't know what my dream was, but I knew how that experience in New York, how it made me feel. I just didn't know how to get back to that feeling. So 
I spent a few years trying to figure out where I fit in in the world. You know, I, I transitioned my work from music PR to book PR at the time, and I started to learn even more about my craft and what would really lay the foundation for what is now my career that I would end up having a decade plus later. And I started to gain more corporate experience and wins with book PR. And I was learning things. I was going to important meetings. I was sitting in on big discussions and getting to work with some really amazing authors. Yet, I was always searching for more. And I spent several years trying to get back to that sense of feeling invigorated that I had in New York. I longed for the feeling that you know, what I was doing really mattered and it brought joy to my life instead of just kind of, you know, getting a paycheck and, you know, stamping that time clock. And the truth was, is that I just, I didn't feel it. I felt empty. I knew that there was something that I wanted to do and I wasn't doing it. And I had moved back to Nashville, to Tennessee. A big part of why I moved back was because I was trying to please the people in my life at the time. There was a relationship that I was in and I was trying to please him. You know, I had family members that really wanted me to get home and I was trying to please them. And I got so confused by, and consumed by caring about what other people thought and pleasing everybody else that I didn't even know how to give myself the permission to know my own feelings. I had totally lost touch with what I truly felt. And I think that's the thing with people-pleasing. People-pleasing in order to connect with other people, it's like chewing gum to satisfy your hunger. You know? I mean, how many times, if you could think about it, how many times in your life has someone asked you to do something and you did it, even though it totally felt out of alignment to you? Like you didn't want to do it, right? Or maybe you even avoided someone. I know I've done this. You avoided someone because you knew they were going to ask you to do something that you didn't want to do. And this is not living honestly with yourself. This is self-compromising. It's like you trade true connection, but you only show people a cheerful, agreeable version of you. And they like this version. They even love this version. But no matter how many compliments you get, you're still starving in the end. And I know that my obsession with people-pleasing turned me into kind of this version of Jekyll and Hyde. Like I would either be a doormat that you could totally walk all over or my frustration of people pleasing would evolve into me becoming this just punisher hell bent on making sure that that person knew how wrong they were for making me abandon myself. <laughs> can you relate to that? Um, I think that that, that you can really either go two ways with that doormat or punisher. And so I have a question for you that I want to pose right now as you're thinking through this. And this does come from our, our study guide that you can get at juliesolomon.net slash free gift. How do you try to please others in your life? And you can just list the things that you may do or not do to try to make others pleased by you. And then I want you to think about why you do it. For me, I always felt that there had to be more than this. You know, I had this vision. I was so afraid to speak it out loud. I was afraid... People in my life would suffocate the vision out of their own fear and protection of me. And that's the thing with vision. It is an extremely vulnerable thing to share your vision with someone because doing so, it opens up, it opens you up to, I think, a lot of false confirmations that you aren't good enough for the vision, which is a 
big fear. You know, my family thought I was crazy. They would always say to me, Julie, you're never satisfied. What's wrong with you? My, um, my ex-husband who I was in a relationship with at the time, he would get dismissive. He didn't understand why I just couldn't feel content or happy with how things were. And when you hear from people all the time, you know, when are you going to be satisfied? You start to believe that something is wrong with you. But I think in fact, they're asking the wrong question. You know, whatever happened to questions like, Hey, what lights you up? (laughs) You know, what do you enjoy doing? That also feels really good. What brings you the most joy? And, you know, at least from my experience, the people who wanted me to please them in my life, they don't ask those questions. And at the time, I didn't even have the answers to those questions. I just knew that I did not want to be sitting in this void anymore, in this dark cubicle, in this dark relationship. But here, I think, is the million-dollar question that I was afraid to ask myself, and that is, what do I really want? And I think for years, I was terrified of that question. I didn't even, I didn't even know I could ask it. I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like that wasn't a question that someone like me should be able to ask themselves, because I was taught to be grateful for what you already have. You see, I was raised by parents who didn't come from much. And so their definition of success was just being able to survive, to put food on the table, to not be late on paying the bills, to have a job that pays you every week the same amount. So you're secure and safe. And so wanting or wishing for more, it just kind of felt wrong to me, I think. I think it felt greedy and selfish. And so I didn't ask it. And I wouldn't even allow myself the fantasy of asking it. And so What happens when we don't allow ourselves to ask that question is that our dreams get squashed and we go off and we do something else that we really don't want to do. So we don't rock the boat. You know, we play it safe. We keep the status quo in check until that comes that day. And it came, it came to me when I was just like, Hey, what if there is something more? What if I could do for myself what my parents couldn't do for themselves and ask more than just merely surviving? And that's when it all, all started to unlock for me. Now I go in detail with stories and you know the steps in my new book coming out in June of, of how this kind of all unfolded. But today I want to share with you that this epiphany that really unlocked what had been keeping me from asking this question. And that epiphany was people pleasing and self-compromising. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. The people pleasing 
from my experience, it, it, it numbs you from your soul, from that inner voice, that inner guidance. It takes, it takes you outside of yourself. You know, you start to seek the love and acceptance that you desire and you start putting it in the hands of other people or other things that may not ever be able to give you that. And so numbing myself, it stunted my ability to experience joy, fulfillment, you know, and this is kind of one of those other blasted either or truths, right? Like we get none of the feelings or we get all of them. And I think that pain and sorrow, they're included in the package. If I want the joy and the delight, I must accept the full scope of my feelings. You can't separate the love from heartbreak or the shame from the empathy or the joy from the grief. And I think that that's what happens when we try to people please. And I think that the most important thing that I want you guys to take in is you can't hide yourself and expect to be seen. And that means in order to get what you want, you must be all in. It's part of the of the universal contract that we all make by deciding to live a full life. As author Brene Brown says that brokenhearted are the bravest among us because they dare to love. So you must decide for yourself how fully engaged you want to be in your own life experience. And with that said, my next question for you also found in the study guide is without fear of judgment or failure, what is something that you would love to do? What is something that you've been dreaming of creating or building or growing for some time? What is it? And when you start to become aware of where you may be pleasing others at the sake and detriment of your own life and accept while you're doing it, you can start to take action on getting back to you and what it is that you want. And therein lies the beauty because the focus today and every day, it can finally be on you. It doesn't have to be on pleasing everybody else. And so now in my life today, I have the option to set limits, to draw a line that I will not allow to be crossed. And I may not please everybody, but I do know in the long run, I think that is a more open and honest approach to living and to really building healthy relationships. Now, there will always be people in this world that want to be pleased by you. But I want you to remember that those aren't your people. Don't waste your time or your health or your serenity trying to convince others of loving and accepting you just as you are. It is a waste of time. If you feel connected at all to anything that I'm saying, then it means that you're also being called to embrace these new ideas and to let the world see you for who you really are, to really reveal your unique and multifaceted self without compromise. Not to dim your light according to what someone else wants of you, but to fully own all parts of yourself so that your people can actually recognize and connect with you when you finally decide to show up as you. And not just that agreeable version of yourself. So I want to know if you're relating to any of this. If you are, I would love for you to head over to Instagram at Joel Solomon, screenshot today's episode. Let me know what has been the biggest revelation for you thus far. And I want to leave you with this. It's another question found in the study guide that you can get at juliesolomon.net slash free gift. Today is a new day. Now, you may not know what you want yet, but you probably have an idea about what it is that you don't want. So let's start there. So here's the questions. What do you wish to no longer accept in your life? This can be behaviors, unhealthy patterns, 
What are those things? And what do you not want anymore? What do you not want to do anymore? What do you not want to say anymore? What do you not want to be anymore? What do you not want anymore? What is not serving you? So the next step for today is to download the study guide if you haven't already. Spend this next week really feeling and thinking through the questions from part two, which was today. You can also go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. Then head over to our Facebook group, which you get access to once you download the free guide at juliesolomon.net slash free gift. And take a screenshot of today's episode. Share your takeaway, share it in the community. Go back to those questions, answer them, journal with them if you want. And come back and listen to this challenge again for things that you may have missed or things that they may come up as you're answering the questions. And this should take you about 30 minutes this, this week, okay? So it's not this, this long drawn out thing, just when you have the time, when you can give yourself this gift of time, come back, journal on them. And then next week, join me for part three, when we learn to create new boundaries that keep us from abandoning ourselves. Now we cannot get what we want if we abandon ourselves. And boundaries are the solution. And I can't wait to guide you through this. This is probably my favorite part of all four. And most importantly, I want you to remember to go easy on yourself this week. And I'll see you inside our amazing Facebook community. And I'll see you back here next week for part three. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll talk to you soon. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.